Welcome to the Cup of Glow podcast, where each week we will connect, uplift, and promote people, places, and events in and around Tallahassee for you. I am your host, Gloria Darling, your community cheerleader, proud milestone diva, and advocate for women age 50 or better. I'm so glad you're here. Let's go grab your favorite beverage and join me on my virtual front porch as we start the show. This episode is the first of our four-part Wonderful Women of Wellness series, starting with Nicole Everett. Nicole Everett is a conversationalist, media content producer, mental health advocate, and connector. A native of Miami, Florida, Nicole, a two-time graduate from the Florida Agricultural and Mechanical University, fam, you. With more than 20 years, Nicole has worked in the affordable housing arena for a Tallahassee nonprofit organization as well as across the state of Florida. She currently serves as the Advancing Black Home Ownership Program Manager for Big Ben Habitat for Humanity, and she enjoys volunteering her times and talents to nonprofit boards and community committees such as Mental Health Council of the Big Ben, Working Class Wednesday, and the Soul of Southside Festival Planning Committee. When she's not working and volunteering, Nicole loves hosting and producing her video talk show, Conversations with Nicole. And boy, are we going to have a conversation today. Since 2016, Conversations with Nicole has more than 200 pre-recorded shows cataloged and she conducts live virtual broadcasts on social media twice a week with clinicians of color as her guests in an effort to end the stigma and normalize dialogue around mental health and wellness in black and brown communities. Let's take a moment to hear a word from our sponsor and refill our cup. Hey there, fabulous ladies. Tallapalooza Talent Competition is coming. Step into the spotlight where women in Tallahassee can redefine what it means to be a star and compete for amazing prizes. Join us on March 16th, 2024 at the American Legion Hall, 229 Lake Ella Drive. The show starts at one o'clock. See you there. Greetings, Nicole. Hey, Gloria. I'm excited and honored that you are joining us today to kick off our wonderful Woman of Wellness series. I'm excited, too. Thank you for having me. Many people in Tallahassee already know you from your media programs, especially your focus on mental health and wellness. Today... You are the interviewee versus I know the interviewer. How does that feel for you? It's a little nerve-wracking. I'm not used to being the one 
um, asking or being asked the questions. I'm used to asking the questions, but I think I can handle it. I know you can handle it. You are a professional extraordinaire. Yes, indeed. You're so kind. (laughs) Modesty aside, please tell us what is your interpretation of being a wonderful woman of wellness? Ooh, that's a great question. A my interpretation of being a wonderful woman of wellness is being your authentic self as a woman, as a a queen, as a female, as a giver of life, as a nurturer, as a creatress is what I call us. Um, one who creates and so oh it, it encompasses so much but mainly just being authentic being vulnerable and being um great being our our, our best selves absolutely i totally agree with you on that and there's so many aspects of just being a woman yes and then being nurturing as mm-hmm. you said mm-hmm. i have three children how many children do you have? I have one son. Well, there you go. So between the two of us, we have four. So at least for four people in this world, right. we are nurturing. Mm-hmm. We are the queens. We are. Yes, we are. I love it. Conversations with Nicole mm-hmm. includes Mindset Monday and Wellness Wednesdays. What's the difference between the two shows? So they actually really aren't, there's really not much difference between them. Um, They, again, seek to focus on mental wellness in black and brown communities. So although the focus is primarily on clinicians of color as my guests to talk around various sundry topics, it does leave it open because everything starts with mindset, everything. You know, what we think about um, everything, you know, that that's the origin of, of, of everything. And so, um, you know, there's something called the cognitive triangle where your thoughts control your feelings and your feelings control your actions. And if you want to change your actions or behaviors, you have to change those thoughts. And so, you know, I, I want to, people to think about these topics and think about their behaviors and think about their feelings um, so that if the outcomes that they're getting are not what's really desired, then they know that they can make a change. And then wellness, that just kind of goes without saying, you know, there are eight dimensions of wellness. Um, We want everyone to be well. And sometimes, you know, one dimension may not be as high of a priority. We may need to increase our um, reprioritize that dimension and spend a little bit more time on that so it can be more balanced. So definitely want to encourage folks to be just well-rounded human beings, especially women, since we are the nurturers, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's my favorite word today. Absolutely. (laughs) Now, excuse me. Mm -hmm. We were talking about, or you mentioned about serving black and brown communities mm-hmm. primarily. Yes. Not only, right. but primarily. Mm-hmm. And your guests are not always women. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have men on mm-hmm. and they provide some great information and a different point of view exactly. that helps for people who are more like, I guess, 
patriarchally, mm-hmm. I'm making up words, <laughs> who focus on the father figure more than the mother figure, sometimes it's good for them to hear the same words right. from a man versus a woman telling it. Mm-hmm. But in your observation over the years that you've had your show, and you've been very successful over the years, people, years, but over the years, have you noticed any increase in the black and brown community embracing, seeking assistance mm-hmm. for mental health needs that they may have versus I, a stigma? Yes, I absolutely have. And um, I'm hopeful and prayerful that my show is one of those things that is encouraging to seek that much-needed help. And so um, some of the service that I do in the community just aligns with this work in terms of doing the show. And I definitely am seeking to assist folks with that by providing referrals and also engaging in some activities, doing some programming here locally in Tallahassee around mental health and wellness, specifically with the Mental Health Council of the Big Ben, and there's a black men's mental health work group that I'm a part of. And so we've done some things such as um, done some youth mental health first aid training and some um, just activities and and, and um, health sessions to really highlight the importance of this work and again try to eliminate the stigma try to get folks um, from that whole whatever happens in my house stays in my house and and talk to a neutral third party that can hopefully help identify some new solutions to some old problems absolutely my word of the day i just love it okay it's so great because I do agree with everything that you're saying, and I'm sure the audience agrees with that too. Now, sometimes when people think mental health, mm-hmm. they think certifiable, that you have something that's so intense and it's diagnosed with scary names mm-hmm. like schizophrenia or bipolar or some other horrible thing Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be horrible in the sense that you can't live with those conditions right but mental health talk to us a little bit more that it's not always that so no it's not always that and those are definitely diagnoses um there are also diagnoses for depression and anxiety and post-traumatic stress disorder so there are a number of diagnoses out there Um, And you're talking about a whole spectrum of mental health, right? Um, Mental illness is really when we we start talking about diagnosis, uh, illness, right? And so I think one of the things that um, does not happen often enough is that we treat mental illness like an illness that we have physically. You know, we have, you know, liver disease or cancer or heart disease or what have you, and mental illness is a disease just like that. And so although we may not be able to physically see it, it's it's going on inside of us, right? And so, you know, one of the things that um, I like to advocate for is for us, us meaning the people, meaning uh, the voters, meaning those who can, um, you know, educate and advocate for dollars going towards mental health 
and mental wellness, you know, it needs to be fully funded. Um, just, just as much as physical, you know, wellness and illness is funded, we need to fully fund mental illness resources, mental health resources. Agreed. Mm -hmm. So wherever we can help, we should all help. Even $5 can help a cause mm -hmm. sometimes. Mm -hmm. Now, what drove you to create Conversations with Nicole? So this story goes back to 2015. Uh, Nefertari's Restaurant, which is no longer open, uh, is the birthplace of Conversations with Nicole. But it all kind of started with me having... Uh, lunch at the restaurant. I would invite people to come and, and eat with me for lunch and take a picture of our food and post it on Facebook. And every week I did this from May to December, <clears throat> excuse me, of 2015. And I'd say around the holiday time uh, in December of 2015, I had um, several friends asking me, when I was going to take them to lunch at Nefertari's. <laughs> and so I said, hey, you know, 2016 is coming up. We got 52 weeks. Let me know. We're going to make it happen. So by mid-January, a girlfriend of mine said, you need to do a blog. I was like, a what? She said, you need to do a blog, a video blog show. You're already doing it. And so I met with my friend and partner, um, Gerald Tooks, who has his own production company, and asked him actually how to show me to show me how to do a video with my um, my iPhone. And he told him about this blog idea that I had. And he was like, uh, no, we're going to do it. We're going to do it right. So we talked to the Denards, the owners of Nefertari's, and and um, asked them about doing a show. And they were good with it. And at the time, I was working at the state. But uh, what the way we kind of started it was um, Gerald would get to the restaurant about 30 minutes before I scheduled my guests. And then me and my guests would arrive, order our food, he'd mic us up, and we'd have this conversation. And when the food came out, we would end the conversation. So <laughs> we did about 25 episodes, I believe, that first season, um, which ran about maybe 10 or 15 minutes. And it was various people in the community, police officers, attorney, former city manager, um, just a, a myriad of folks. Some of them I knew, but many of them I did not. Mm -hmm. And so um, that that's kind of how it all got going. And so we've done 12 pre-recorded seasons from that time to this. And it's just been truly a labor of love. I've, I've met some very um, interesting people, not only in Tallahassee, but it's we've been able to travel and do some interviews as well. So I really, really love that work. You can tell just speaking to you right now that it is something that you're delighted to do. It's not just something you would say, oh, today is another day. Oh, you could tell you really like it. I do. And if anyone has a chance on Mondays or Wednesdays, please check out conversations with Nicole. Yes. Now, I tend to view it on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I'm so old school. I'm just barely viewing it on YouTube. YouTube, not old school. <laughs> old school for me and technology, finding other things. But I can definitely navigate YouTube. So that's where I get my viewings done 
Where else can people find Conversations with Nicole? So they can also find us on Facebook, on the Conversations with Nicole Facebook page, as well as on the Greater Works Network Facebook page as well. And so we are on on 8.30, at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time um, on those days. And, uh, you know, typically I'm, I'm there. You know, I've, I rarely take any time off from that work because I really, really enjoy it. And I, it, the viewers, I have some pretty faithful viewers. And it's interactive, meaning the viewers can um, type their comments and questions in, um, in the comment. And so in the comment box. Um, and the, the reason that is so significant because, again, I'm trying to eliminate the stigma around counseling, getting with a counselor, talking to a therapist. And so here they have an opportunity to talk to a therapist mm -hmm. about, you know, some of the things that may be on their mind um, or some issues that they may be dealing with. Now, it's not to be mistaken for therapy, you know, I say my right. disclaimer, but this will just give them a taste of, you know, what what it might be like if they um, consider utilizing this counselor or therapist um, to help them with, with whatever issues they may be having. And it gives them a little shield of anonymity. Exactly. So they can venture out, mm -hmm. but not necessarily right. venture like out. Putting your toe in the water. Absolutely. <laughs> there you go, the word of the day again. Absolutely. Now, talking about people able to communicate during the show. Mm -hmm. Listeners have that opportunity to comment and get immediate engagement with you. Yes. Because I've listened and people will make a comment and you'll say, oh, Gloria from Tallahassee said, mm -hmm. or whatever, she may not call everyone out. All right. But there is some engagement. Mm -hmm. What's your most memorable episode and how did you know you were really reaching people? Ooh, there have been a few, especially during the live show, where we have had folks that have identified that they were in crisis. Mm. They didn't say specifically they were in crisis, but the things that they were texting or um, commenting about let us know that they were in crisis. So um, it's been a matter of, you know, trying to keep them on the line and connecting with them immediately after the show to try to get them some resources and the help that they need. Wow. Mm -hmm. And you've had some great success with that mm -hmm. or something you feel warm and toasty that, oh, my God, we really helped that. Person. I do. I do. And um, I, I will definitely say I, I've had, uh, you know, kind of a, informal group of counselors that have been on the show that have been able to also kind of help troubleshoot some of that um that i can you know engage with the viewer again like immediately um to get them some some resources no matter where they are in the country right mm -hmm. and you did describe a wonderful woman of wellness as having nurturing capabilities and that and you have a soothing voice that will help those that might be going towards the ledge mm -hmm. <laughs> to kind of pull back a little bit because it's great to hear a nice soothing voice when you're in crisis well thank you i will say i do get a lot of feedback from the viewers via messenger or text and that really does keep me going i mean i've 
had folks say they love their black counselor and they got them from watching conversations with Nicole or some topic really resonated with them because they were going through something very similar. And so it assisted them with a resource or, again, another way of thinking about something. And so that, to me, is the ultimate. Like, if I can, if if some conversation that we're having or some resource that we're presenting to the community, the community can really assist somebody, like, to me, that's that's just everything. Well, that brings me to mm-hmm. you do so much to help others. Share with us what you've done for yourself in the past week. Uh, the past week, Monday, I went to massage. All right. <laughs> 90-minute massage on Monday. Uh, and let me see. Was it Tuesday or Wednesday? I think Tuesday. I can't remember. But I think it was Tuesday. I went to counseling. So I, I, I take my own medicine. Walk the walk. I do. Or walk the talk. I or do. Talk I do. the walk. Or right. Whatever all of that. You Both do. of it. All of it. That's right. <laughs> Living it. Yes. Thank you. Well, Nicole, thanks for taking the time to speak with us today. Do you have any parting words for us? Oh, parting words. I actually, um, I watch other interviews or listen to other interviews. I don't have to necessarily watch them, but I saw one um, today uh, that featured Busta Rhymes with the gentleman that was uh, from Africa. And Busta was talking about his childhood and just how... He went through some trials with his dad in particular. His dad wanted him to do, you know, work like hard labor. And he mm-hmm. was right, really getting into hip-hop. And so he was speaking about just, like, identify your gift and listening to your gift, mm-hmm. learning your gift, and working in your gift. And so those four things like really resonated with me. The whole mm-hmm. listen to your gift in particular because oftentimes I believe our gift is nagging at us, like saying that this is what we should be doing. But we have all this outside noise, and so maybe we may have to do these other things that don't align with our gift, don't mm-hmm. align with our purpose, don't align with who we are. And it may bring us some discomfort or sadness or anger or a bunch of different feelings but we still got to do our gift so we got to listen to it and we got to work in it so part of that is learning part of that is working it and so I would encourage us to tap into our gifts one of my mantras is that we all have gifts and talents that the world is waiting on and we cannot should not be sitting on them we need to be sharing them with the world so i encourage the listeners anybody who is you know hearing the sound of our voices to to work in your gifts listen to your gift and you're going to be better for it folks can connect with me on uh, instagram conversations with nicole on facebook conversations with nicole as well as subscribe to the conversations with nicole youtube channel Again, we are on live on Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern for about an hour. 
And on YouTube, you can check out the, some of the previous shows. So I invite your listeners, your viewers, to check me out. Thank you. I'm sure they will. Thanks again, Nicole. From singing to spoken word to dancing, join us for the ultimate talent competition where talent knows no boundaries. Talapalooza Talent Competition is coming. Let's come together to cheer, applaud, and support our talented women on March 16, 2024 at the American Legion Hall, 229 Lake Ella Drive. The show starts at 1 o'clock p.m. See you there. We believe everyone has an opinion, and we want to hear from you. Please email your comments to Gloria at cupofglow.com. If you have already subscribed to the podcast, thank you. If you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe and share with your friends and family. Next time, we'll speak with Dr. Monica Hayes for part two of Wonderful Women of Wellness. If you would like to be a sponsor of the Cup of Glow podcast, please send your request for information via email to gloria at cupofglow.com. Until next week, this has been the Cup of Glow podcast with Gloria Darling, connecting, uplifting, and promoting youth.